Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Check out Kristen's new website, MagicalJourneysVacations.com for all your vacation needs. Disney, Universal, Cruise Lines, and more. Thank you for traveling with us. MagicalJourneysVacations.com Have her book your magical vacation today. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together from all walks of life. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Kristen and Bubba are your guides on this culinary adventure. People are going to line up for miles around just to get a taste of my food. Join them as they discuss the latest food news, expert tips, recommendations, and trip planning advice as it relates to Disney dining. Try the great stuff. It's delicious. You don't believe me? Ask the dishes. From quick service to fine dining, you'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to another episode of the Dining at Disney podcast, your ultimate source for delicious discussion about dining at Disneyland and Disney World. I am your host, travel guru and foodie, Kristen, and with me is former cast member, restaurant guru, and future Club 33 member, Big Bubba. How you doing, bub? Yes, I am excellent. I finally got a trip of Disneyland in me since our last show. So nice. feels so much better. (laughs) (laughs) You've been missing it. Very, very much. It's been a few months since you've been there, right? Yeah, since uh, probably food and wine, I would think that was the last time I was there. Food and wine festival, maybe one time after that. But uh, yeah, I finally went uh, mid-September. A uh, day or two before my birthday, my sister surprised me, said she was going out of town to Disneyland and she wanted to take me. I'm like, oh, so I got my Not shift like- covered and went to Disneyland, me and the missus. So, yeah, it was great. I finally got to do everything I've been wanting to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, is it decor- it's decorated for Halloween already when you went, right? Yes, it was. It was already decorated for Halloween. Tower of Terror was, uh, it's finally in its... Uh, Closing phase of uh, being uh, shut down and changed over to Guardians of the Galaxy. But uh, yeah, the, I got to do the Frozen show and I got to do Soaring Over the World, which was amazing. Oh, good Lord. If you guys have a chance to get on that, it was just so amazing how that, how that attraction was. But yeah, and then the, some of the food, I got to try some of the Halloween stuff uh, and uh, take a couple pictures. It was great. Nice. I am mm-hmm. ready to check out the Halloween stuff because I haven't done yes. that at Walt Disney World yet. But very oh, soon. Oh, you need to. Soon. And I'm going to be doing the Halloween party too this year. Oh, lucky you. So those are so much fun. Yes. And that's actually cur- courtesy of uh, Will, um, also known as Yeti Chaser on Sorcerer Radio because he can't go and he was nice enough then um, because the tickets are not refundable. So yes. he was nice enough to gift his tickets to Aljon and myself. So nice. we're gonna be oh, in. That's and cool. we're gonna yes. pick up something special to give give him since he's gonna be missing out on all the. Fun. I know he likes so cookies. We'll I know he likes cookies a lot. <laughs> Who doesn't like cookies? <laughs> I know. <laughs> when we always chat, he always just talks about how much we he loves cookies, and I love them too. Oh man. my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, today we've got a 
very interesting discussion that we're going to be doing. Uh, we have decided we're going to pull out our Imagineer hats and come up with restaurants that we would like to see at the Disney parks. Now, these can either be based on something, you know, that's it, one of the, the foreign parks, or it's going to be something we've based off something, you know, we've already seen, or something just completely off the wall that we would love to see Disney put in the parks. Oh, yes. So, Bubba, let's kick off with the first one. This one you've you've come up with. This one I have come up with. Uh, over in California Adventures, we have the Cozy Cone um, little uh, eateries. You have about five cones that are there. Each of them are themed differently with their food. So you have a popcorn one. You have a uh, churro one. You know, and so forth. Each one's are different. But I was thinking, what's great when you go to Disneyland or, you know, any Disney park? You like the fried foods, sweet fried foods. I mean, even at the fair. So they need a cone designated just for, you know, some of the either popular items that are deep fried or maybe experiment a little with uh, some of the stuff that people are starting to deep fry that are becoming very popular. So, so kind you, of like a, let's see, cozy cone, uh, fair themed cone. Yes, exactly. Okay. You know, and all these foods, you know, some of these you can find at the fair, some, you know, like some of these I haven't seen before. I was reading up on this. So you have your favorites, like, you know, the deep fried Twinkie. Nobody, nobody goes to the fair and doesn't get a deep fried Twinkie, in my opinion, if you love Twinkies. I've never had one. Oh, good Lord. They're so, they're, they're delicious. Um, you know, I haven't they, been to the fair though since I was a teenager, so it's been oh, yeah, you gotta more go. than a you couple of years since I've been to a fair. You definitely have to try one. Then they Twinkie on a stick, they put it in a sweet batter and they deep fry it. It's amazing. They're doing candy bars, I've seen deep fried Snickers, deep fried Kit Kats, yeah, and um, you know, even with cookies, deep fried Oreos, deep fried um, Nutter Butters. And with ice cream, too. Have you ever had deep fried ice cream? It's amazing. I have. Yeah, I love deep fried ice cream. But I found some of these online that people are starting to do that, you know, people would love, like deep fried Nutella. I don't know how it's done, but it's it's starting to become a popular craze. A deep fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which you you can't go wrong with peanut butter and jelly, in my opinion. Um, you know, have the sweet and saltiness and do strips of deep fried bacon. I've heard that I've seen people, you know, eat this and just fall in love with it. You know, not too sweet. It's sweet, but yet it's got that saltiness that everybody loves. But then a big thing, since Coke is a sponsor of Disneyland and Disney, uh, uh, Disney, uh, Disney World, deep fried Coke. Yes, I. it's very, it's weird looking, but... People okay, what what is a deep fried Coke? I don't, I can't figure out how you would deep fry a liquid. They somehow, well, I mean, with ice cream, I didn't know how they could do ice cream first. So somehow they figured out a way to deep fry Coke, and it's uh, it's starting to become very popular. If you go, um, you can Google how you can make it. Um, I take, I believe you have to like freeze it first. You have to freeze the Coke. Okay. You know, and then um, you know, well, yeah. It anything liquid or anything like that but it's delicious they said and uh you know being a sponsor of disney uh you can't go wrong with that so you know you could try a lot of stuff if you don't want to do sweet foods you could do regular fried foods like a deep fried pork chop um a deep fried um there was one um that i had at the fair the uh here in our town which i think 
you know, if you pay the extra money, you can do it. It was a deep fried leg of lamb. And wow, that was delish. <laughs> I've never had anything like that before. But, um, you know, something you can try. This would be a great cone. Everybody would go to this cone, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, whatever comes out that month, that week, uh, you could have the popular items. And like I said, do experimental items that people deep fried bacon, deep fried bacon. You cannot go wrong with deep fried bacon at all. You can't go wrong with bacon. First of all, you can put that on anything <laughs> and you can put it in a Coke and it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my opinion. But, um, you know, let's see one of these cones come out there. It'll be a hit with the kids and the family. Um, just, uh, you know, it won't be the healthiest cone in the world, cozy cone, but it'll definitely be one, you know, you go to the park expecting to eat great food and this would be some great food to have. I like that idea. It's very tasty yes. sounding. And you're yes, right. If you did a deep fried one, there's so many things like that menu, you know, you could change that menu. Yeah. Every, if something's not a hit. Season. Can, yeah. If something's not a hit, you can just try, oh, let's try this or let's try this. And, yep. you know, whatever become the popular items, people like, oh, this week they're bringing back the deep fried Coke. We have to go back to the park this week. So, you know, they'll bring the annual pass holders back. Definitely. Yeah. I like that idea. There is so yeah. many things you could do with that. And you exactly. could always have like a special item that is that they're using for tests. So, like, let's see if this sells or not. Yes. It'd be a test crowd. I like that idea. <laughs> well, mine is since we're doing we're going to be doing five of these. So the next one I came up with was a Star Wars related one. And everybody knows the popular scene in the movie in the cantina in Moe's Isley Cantina. So I think Disney should do something similar to this. You know, have a you could have a stage with either a live band, which I think might require too much work because, of course, you're going to have the cast members would then have to be dressed up as, you know, not necessarily characters, but um, I understand that. You, you, um, people, when I would, you know, whatever, whatever they are, you know, like you'd have to have a, you know, Wookiees or whatever. So it might be easier than to do animatronics for this, yeah. but you could have a they live could band. do a live band. They could do a live band. I've seen at Disneyland uh, two cast members playing the the instruments from the actual cantina scene in Star Wars, and it was they were just dressed up in their. Uh, regular uh you know tomorrowland uniforms but you know i still see a live band that that can perform yeah. that too so yeah and then one of the things that i liked in the movie was the fact that they had a u-shaped bar and the nice thing about a u-shaped bar is you have a lot of space for people to sit grab a drink and this this would be in in Disney World, of course, this would have to go in the Star Wars, the new Star Wars area. So it'll be in Disney's Hollywood Studios. But, um, you know, there's not a lot of places to eat or grab drinks that are air conditioned. There's a lot of places that are open air in that park and it's very hot. And this would be a great place for people to walk in and grab a drink, because I will tell you, if you go over to um 50s prime time the bar there tune in lounge is always filled with people there's always people coming up and getting drinks i mean that bar is constantly busy it's not big enough in my opinion so if you wow. did a u-shaped bar you would have wow. a lot of room for people to come in grab a drink sit down for a little bit 
cool, relax, and then, you know, hit their next attraction or whatever adventure they may be on that day. But this could be something where you use, you know, colorful cocktails and give them names relating to uh, the Star Wars movies. Um, I mean, you've got seven movies now to choose from. Um, I originally had thought you would name them from the Star Wars, the original Star Wars trilogy. But, you know, there's a lot you could do with a cantina. And, um, and, you know, in a sense, it could replace what they used to have. There was um, a studio, was it Studio Catering Company, I think was the name of it. And next to it was, um, off to the side of it, was a... um, was a little bar that you could like walk up and grab drinks again it was outdoor seating mm-hmm. it was hot um so this could be of course kind of something that ends up replacing that missing bar but much cooler and much bigger um so i think no, that, would, that be would be nice be that would be really nice and yes. you could do this in disneyland and just do non-alcoholic drinks and yeah. it, it have like appetizers, tapas, you know, small plate food, you know, nothing, not a, not a big restaurant menu, but a, you know, good sized bar with nice little easy hand, you know, food that you can eat with your hands. I just think that yeah. would be, would be a great idea. Like some Jedi nachos or something like that. Yeah. Nachos, I can see that right there. <laughs> yeah. Anything, anything that's light and easy to eat. I think would be great in a place like this. And that way you could get, you know, kind of knock out, getting a little bit of something to eat, cooling down, getting a drink, relaxing a little bit in the park um, and kind of give you a place to kind of slow down a little bit. So No, that would be yeah, definitely nice, especially since, like you said, air conditioned in, in Florida. Oh, wow. You need that. <laughs> oh, in the summer, it, that park is miserably hot, miserably hot. Yeah. Well, here in Anaheim now, I mean, it wasn't it didn't used to be like this, but in the summer now, temperatures are hitting 100 degrees at Disneyland. And yeah, it's, it was I remember being there one time at it was 101 degrees, the hottest day I've ever been at Disneyland. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> Never again. Yeah, it's not, that's not comfortable at all. No, it's not. Okay, on to your next idea. So my my next idea, Tom Sawyer's Island inside Disneyland. You know, you do have um, a little playground area for the kids, you know, a little trail to walk around, a couple things. But what if there was a little, you know, outdoor type of vendor or eatery that could be on that island? And it would be a hit if you could make it a pirate theme, in my opinion. To just uh, keep it like a Pirates of the Caribbean theme because there is a lot of um, a lot of that on Tom Sawyer's Island. It's not just Tom Sawyer; it's also Pirates of the Caribbean. And um, you would definitely do a uh, do the dis by putting an eatery on that island. That would be a pirate theme. People are missing that. There's nothing pirate themed type of um, eatery inside Disneyland or Disney California or Downtown Disney. So this would be kind of the first of its kind. And kids would go crazy for this. You know, you, you suggested maybe serving some Caribbean food, which would be great, you know, fit that pirate theme. I was thinking along the lines of maybe, you know, if they don't want the Caribbean food, I've seen these ideas of uh, hot dogs and they put on pirate sales skewers on them. They look amazing. Kids would go crazy for this stuff, (laughs) you know, and you can pile whatever you want on the hot dog. It's, it looks just like a pirate ship as you know, you're holding it. Um, you know, the kids would go just love a treasure chest desserts, which they do serve at Disney already, but you know, they still would go great with the theme. Um, 
skewers, kind of like Bengal barbecues, but, you know, I would think you want to make them more authentic. Um, you know, something, uh, something weird that you would eat on a, um, you know, they just didn't have cows everywhere. So, you know, maybe try, you know, some deer meat or elk meat or well, see, you know, I some was type thinking of, like jerk chicken or do chicken. Skewer, you know, that jerk like, chicken skewers would be great. Food. Yeah, that would be great. Jerk chicken skewers. Oh, that, that's a great idea right there. I hope some Imagineers are listening. So, <laughs> uh, and, um, you know, serve non-alcoholic drinks, of course, some tropical drinks, rum, uh, you know, rum flavored, but no alcohol. Of course, you can't serve alcohol in Disneyland uh, yet. I don't know. I'm going to think they're going to find a way to you know, when Star Wars lands open, you know, like you said, the cantina idea at Disneyland. Yeah, we could do that. It would be so much better if they serve alcohol in it, though, in my opinion. <laughs> so much better. Of course, anything's better with alcohol. Um, and then not only that. It'll help with the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie coming out next year, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Um, you know, the last movie wasn't a big hit, in my opinion. Uh, and, of course, a lot of other people agreed, but this one looks great. It's gonna, it'll help push Pirates. And, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with Pirates at Disneyland. They, it's even replacing the in Fantasmic once that comes back to Disneyland. It's not going to be Peter Pan anymore. It's going to be Pirates of the Caribbean. And, nice. Yeah. So let's put something like this on the island that's nicely shaded outdoors, you know, just a, a little gated area people can enjoy just sitting down, enjoying the Mark Twain or the Columbia as it sails by. And you know, let's get that in there. That's one of my ideas for uh, uh, Disneyland. Yeah, I, I like that idea. And they could even do something small like that over at, at Disney World as well, because you've got that island and nothing you know, no place to really grab something. Um, to yeah, drink just, and, you know, time. So yeah. I think it'd be, be nice. Yeah. Do something quick service. Of course, like you said, the, the skewers, I think are a great idea. And of course you've got, you know, where you could do Caribbean uh, jerk chicken on skewers, things like uh-huh. that. And then, um, and, and then it would just be just something, something quick, something small, you know, yeah, because you don't quite... spend too much, you don't spend too much time on the island. You're probably on there for maybe, you know, 20 minutes, you know, 30 minutes at a time, you know, with that, uh, uh, you know, just, you know, enjoying the view. All it is, is just a trail. There's a couple of things that kids can do. Um, and you know, it's, let's put a little eatery right there. It's, it would be perfect. It, you would only need like maybe three, four menu items, maybe two yeah, specialty nothing. drinks, and then, you know, your standard bottle of water and, you know, Coke and such. Yes. You could do that. Or you could, you know, like maybe some non-alcoholic drinks for the kids, you know, little, um, virgin pina coladas, virgin pina coladas or daiquiris, give them a little mm-hmm. kids, a uh, mug, you know, one of those goblets for the kids. I love those. Oh yeah. yeah. A cool little pirate, pirate goblet. Oh, yeah. Like, pirate. like Johnny Depp has at the end of the attraction. Oh yeah. <laughs> with the little fake, you know, with the little, do the little fake gemstones in it. Yeah. That'd be oh. awesome. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so my big idea that I would like to see at Walt Disney World, this, all mine are going into the same park, (laughs) would be uh, Gusto's and Disney's Hollywood Studios. And this would be located in Pixar Place and be, of course, Gusto's from the movie Ratatouille. So it would be themed after that. And the decor would look like the movie. So it would be like you're walking into the restaurant in the movie and it would serve French food. 
you would have um, French drinks. So, you know, specialty cocktails that are French, French beers, French wines, um, signature dining. So it'd be a step up more along the lines of what we would experience at Hollywood Brown Derby, um, that kind of dining experience. So it's not going to be ultra casual. It's going to give more of that upscale kind of feel to it. And then um, one of the things that would happen would they would have a little animatronic Remy that would come out on a tray, you know, and he would have a little somebody who presents him. And what they could do, and this is similar to what they did at Le Chefs de France, but this one, instead of just being something that moves, he could talk <laughs> and oh, interact with guests. I think that would be cool. That would and be. it would draw oh. a lot of people into it, too. I think a lot of people would enjoy uh, a restaurant that was themed after this movie. I mean, the movie's all about food, and there's not a restaurant at Disneyland or Walt Disney World that has anything to do with Ratatouille. No, so I think nothing. that would be would be great. And your signature dish would, of course, have to be Ratatouille. And uh, <laughs> it would have things like maybe have some lobster bisque uh, would be on the menu. Um, you know, thing, things that you would typically see in, in a French restaurant could be served here, uh, but done upscale. And then a cool thing that they could do is have a little shop that connects to it that serves or serves, sells things from like theme things from the movie. So, you know, you could give, of course, get a little like a coffee mug that has Remy on it or a meal. And then they, what Disney could do is create a couple lines of cookbooks, make them smaller cookbooks than the usual ones. Um, and these cookbooks could be written by Gusto or by Remy, <laughs> do a nice little cookbook line. And they could do spices that are all themed that way, too, that people are like, oh, look, I can get, you know, wow. what is it, Herbe de Provence, and it have, you know, Remy on it or Gusto, whatever, you know, something like that. Because people would buy that. I would buy it. They had oh, spices yeah, and things like that that you could buy oh. that were themed to the movie. I'd be all about it, you know? Why not? Oh, definitely. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Just just thinking about that. I just think it would be a fun, neat little restaurant to have. Oh, that would be a, <laughs> that's that's one definitely a dream one. I mean, I know there's one in uh, Disney Paris, right? Yeah, there is. It's not called Gusto's it's not though. Gusto's, but it's it is a it is Ratatouille themed. Yeah, it's in it because they yeah. have a whole Ratatouille land. Oh, they have a whole which, land. Oh. Hmm. That's wow. that's why it's on my like I must go to <laughs> I must go to Paris and go to Disneyland there because they have that whole Ratatouille themed area and that's that's my favorite Pixar movie. I just it is. Love that movie. I never definitely get up there with mine. That's in my top three. Toy Story in there. Toy Story Two is my top one. Your I don't top know. One. I, you know, I love my top one is Toy Story Two, and then I have to go with Incredibles as a second one. Of course. And then we'll go Ratatouille. <laughs> and then we'll go Ratatouille. But Ratatouille, we, every time it's on TV, we well, we stop and we watch it. it. It's and it's it's probably one of the most underrated Pixar movies in my opinion, too. Oh, I agree. You know, a lot of people don't talk about it, but yeah, it's oh, it's such a heartwarming movie. It is. It has the great messages to it. It does. That's probably one of the most inspiring move, Pixar movies. You know, one of the most inspiring Disney movies too. That you know, this tells you, you know, just anyone can be a cook. You can be anything you want to be. 
basically. Exactly. That's what it's telling you. Know, yes. You've got if a little rat can cook, then anybody else, you know, you dream big and you can you can accomplish <laughs> anything. Kind of, yeah. you know. I mean, it's it's a oh, really yeah. cool message. But that sounds okay. like a great restaurant. Uh, on to the big one, the big big one. Okay. All right. So this one is a. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about this one, and it's always been in my head. Ever since Big Thunder Ranch closed down at Disneyland, we have not had a, uh, you know, buffet style outdoor barbecue place and everybody is missing it dearly. So with uh, Star Wars Land coming, you know, I was kind of I was even thinking about this before they announced Star Wars Land. And this would be a great epic restaurant inspired by Jabba's Palace in uh, Return of the Jedi. And it's, you know, Jabba Palace buffet style restaurant. And, you know, you could put it in Star Wars land. I know I think we're arguing about, um, you know, it's not going to be an actual Star Wars land. It's going to be a different planet. But you can still build something like this. Um, See, the whole story could then be that Jabba decided to leave Tatooine and. Well, technically he died. No, he died. Princess. I have not seen those movies in forever. Princess Leia choked him in uh, Return of the Jedi with her giant chain and her. Okay, maybe it's stinky. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was thinking something like this, but, you know, there could could be other Jabba's. There could be other, you know, Jabba species around there. But, um, you know, let's get something like this uh, in the park. You know, uh, the buffet place, it's going to be, you know, type of place where reservations are, you know, only. Um, But, you know, with Thunder Ranch, it was reservations only. It was hard to walk up during dinner and get a table. You could during lunch, maybe. But dinner, it was dang near impossible to get a table. So, um, you know, like you can put this in Disney, in the Star Wars land that's coming hopefully 2018 or 2019. I believe it's 18, but we'll see. And, um, you know, you're going to have outdoor entertainment from the band Jabba's Band, who's you know, they're famous. If you don't know who she is, I forgot her name, but, um, you know, have, have animatronics, you know, singing while you eat, you know, have some, uh, characters interact with you. You can, ha- you can have Bib Fortuna, who was Jabba's number two guy, you know, walking around or, um, you know, talking to tables and a, a giant animatronic Jabba would be amazing. You know, he would look at you as you walk in, you know, and always say something, you know, that would fit to that person's, you know, what they're wearing. If they're wearing goofy ears, he can say, you know, talk in his language. And then Bib Fortuna can, you know, translate what he says, you know, to each guest <laughs> as they walk in. It would be hilarious, wouldn't you think? That <laughs> you know, would be Thomas, cool. Yeah, so, Thomas says so it would be ears. So it would also be, in a sense, like a character dining experience. Yes, we need character dining experiences in Disneyland. We don't have very many of them. We do have, you know, the the character breakfast, um, you know, at the hotels, too. They have a lot of the lunch and dinner characters, but nothing in the park except, um, you know, just off the top of my head, maybe Ariel's Grotto. Um, but, uh, you know, this would be an excellent way to bring character dining back inside the park. And, you know, it would fit perfect in Star Wars land. Uh have um you know families come in you can have big parties too come in i mean we were there uh when we dined with you guys we there was like parties of uh 20 that were there you know all enjoying so would it be picnic benches 
Would it be inside? Uh, it wouldn't be. It would No, I would say it would be inside. It would have to be inside. If you remember the palace, it was inside. Um, and uh, you, you can probably do, um, you know, just stone. You don't need us fancy tables, just, uh, you know, the stone tables that they kind of use. There's, you might be, you might have seen one or two tables in the Java scene. Or you could use the tables that were in the uh, cantina scene, uh, Mos Eisley. Which, um, you know, I kind of like those little round boots, too, that they have in uh, Mos Eisley. You know, if you remember yeah. the scene between Han and uh, Greedo, they were in like a round booth like that. I like those a lot. If you can make bigger ones like that, that would be great. But, um, you know, and have, have you could have a little bar, too. Um, I was thinking maybe uh, along the lines of, uh, you know, serving drinks for, uh, you know, for kids and for the adults. You can't have alcohol once again. These blue know, milk for kids. Blue milk for the kids. That is definitely the number one drink everybody can't wait for when Star Wars Land opened, but it would be perfect. Um, I don't know how it would taste or what they would do to make it, but you know, I, I, I can't do wait is to take drink. milk and then add a couple drops of blue food coloring into it. Is that it? Yeah, wow, that's all you that's need it. to do. Oh, that's, that's pretty Unless simple. Unless you wanted to flavor <laughs> I never even thought like of doing that. Very flavored milk. <laughs> um, so, you know, we need a barbecue place, a, a buffet barbecue place. Everybody's missing it at Disneyland. It's everybody always talks about, you know, we need um, something to replace Woody's Roundup barbecue. This would be excellent idea. You have a band, you have character dining, you have unlimited food. You, uh, you have star Wars. That's the big thing. Star Wars. And not only that, there's something to look at all around you and something to interact with, you know, as you walk in, uh, you know, to the restaurant and it, you know, kid families would love this. I would love this. <laughs> not even Star. If, if you're not even a Star Wars fan, I think you would love this too. So, you know, let's bring this into the park, Imagineers. Please, please bring this. That's See, all I you can could say. Do, you could do this over at Disney World as well. Where would you have yours at? Star Wars Land too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, that park you know, really it needs be, to be dining. It does. Yeah. Oh. Most of it's quick service. Is there any character dining right there? Well, the only the only character dining is at uh, Hollywood and Vine, and it's for like preschool age kids. Like it's you know it has always been like little Einsteins and Handy Manny and that kind of stuff. Oh, so it's not now. When they did Star Wars weekends for the past, like the previous two years, they did special dining for it, where the Star Wars characters would come into Hollywood and Vine. Um, well, right now they are doing something. Now that I think about it, they are doing something with Minnie Mouse that's taking place okay. in Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, for lunch, I think. Okay. I haven't been. I haven't no, been to Hollywood and Vine for a while. I just was not impressed with their buffet food. It was just, I'd say, subpar. And I'm sorry, the barbecue at Woody's Roundup was amazing. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. That's been there. Now, was it this? Now, was Big Thunder Ranch, did that have the same barbecue as Woody's Roundup? No, that was the same thing. Big Thunder Ranch is, it, it, Big Thunder Ranch is the area that Woody's barbecue, uh, Woody's Roundup barbecue was in. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a whole area right there. You have the restaurant. You had a, a little banquet area, too, you know, that people could rent out. Um, and you had the petting zoo right there in Woody, uh, Big Thunder Ranch. Okay. Yeah, but Woody's Roundup was in that area, but now it's completely demolished and turned into going to turn into Disney, uh, Star Wars Land. That's probably going to be the entrance into Star Wars Land. I can't wait till that's complete. It's going to be so cool. I know. I, I'm just counting the days. 
until then, we, <laughs> until then they're going to throw Star Wars movies at us to keep us, you know, <laughs> calm. Happy. Yes. So let's get to it, Disney, huh? Well, I don't have anything to add. Do you? Uh, no. I just hope some Imagineers are listening. Take a couple of our ideas and, uh, you know, maybe give us some credit <laughs> for it if it ever happens at Disney. But uh, if it happens, you want a little seat that has like a little <laughs> plaque on it that says Big Bubba. Not even a plaque. Right? You just you could just seat. That's your seat. You can have a plaque. Just engrave my name on the chair and just, you know, that'll be fine with me. As long as it stays there. Talking about where they have like the little metal like plaques that are like nameplates. Put the nameplate oh, yeah. oh, on, yeah, on, on right. the seat. This idea like, would, on the back of it. That would be awesome if I could have that. <laughs> oh. Well, I think that's everything we have for today. So thank you so much for downloading the show. We are part of the We Beat Geeks Network and can be found on iTunes, streamed on Stitcher, as well as you can watch this on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe to our feeds and don't forget to share with your friends. Uh, we would love it if you would hop onto iTunes and give us a five-star rating as well as a review. We love reviews. <laughs> um, if you're looking for a way to help us out, there's a, a few simple ways you can do that. One of them is that you can pick up one of the ebooks on um, at the Epcot Dining Guide. Right now, we also have the Epcot Food and Wine Festival Guide there as well. Um, then we are also on Patreon, so you can hop over to Patreon and support the show by donating. Uh, we do a little something in return, each one, depending on uh, what the donation amount is, you get something different. Uh, we do have our first sponsor there, which is Rock the Street, Wall Street. And uh, the other things you can do to help us out, I mean, it's it costs you nothing. You're going to be shopping anyways. If you see an Amazon link on the site, shop that way. Click on the Disney Store, Garden Grocers, Jelly Belly, and do some shopping that way. So, Baba, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me at big underscore Bubba underscore B on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, I'm actually going to post like one of my other ideas that we didn't share, but... Um, this cotton candy idea. I'm going to post a little video of it so you can see what I'm talking about. I think this would be excellent. Also, you know, a little outdoor vendor in the park. Um, so, and I want you guys to tell me what you think about it too. I think this would be amazing. You're going to love it. Do you want to write it up and put it on the site? <laughs> I can, if you'd like. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. And then everybody can check it out there. Okay. All okay. right. Then we'll do that. <laughs> and speaking of the site, Dining at Disney uh, podcasting can be found at diningatdisney.com. There we've got everything having to do with dining at Disneyland, Disney World, and even some Disney Cruise Line stuff as well. As far as social media, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Periscope, all those fun places. On YouTube, we are The Dining at Disney. If you would like to send us some feedback, give us uh, some show topics you would love to hear about, you can always email Bubba and myself at podcast at diningatdisney.com. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time, bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. 